0: UMBC, you, It's Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. I actually don't mind that one.
1: Yeah. Welcome
0: everybody to Not Mama's Christian Podcast, the hometown of the UMBC Chesapeake Bay. What retrievers? That's their. That's a mascot. A lot of people think they're the golden retrievers. They're not. Yeah, they're not. This is important. The, okay, I, it's just—it's
1: unbelievable that this happened. Like unbelievable. We, we are from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. We, neither of us went to UMBC. Our sister did. Our brother-in-law did. We live, or our, our parents live. We grew up, and so we grew up like walking distance from UMBC. Yeah, a, a lot of our friends went to UMBC. We know UMBC really well. We've been there many, many, many times. Yeah, and for that to see a number sixteen seed. The the biggest upset in college basketball history, no doubt about it. Uh Top five biggest upsets in sports history happening at UMBC right down the street. And it wasn't chess. Because there's yeah, chess. They, they are good. At chess. <laughs> there are a lot of smart kids that go to UMBC. Yeah, they are.
0: They are like world champions when mm-hmm. it comes to chess. Mm-hmm. If you it, it, obviously, if you are from Maryland, then you know who UMBC is. But uh, if you're listening from anywhere else, you had no idea who UMBC even was at all. And and I totally get that. I i wouldn't expect anybody to know what umbc was but it was so funny watching the game uh, on friday and if you're not a sports fan yeah, get everyone over knows it. what we're talking about right? yeah get over it right get better i mean this is this is not just talking about sports this is one of the greatest underdog stories in
1: in and, our generation and, and like every church said on sunday uh-huh. this is a david and goliath I story. Did. And i course, yeah, did i talked about it yeah you had to <laughs> especially if you're from this area
0: i said i said i said I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course you did. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, if you if you're not from this area, then you had no idea who UMBC was because it's a small school. Then this is not even just Baltimore. Like this, obviously, if you're from Baltimore, you're cheering on UMBC. Yeah. Because and if you don't, if you didn't know what it stood for, it's University of Maryland, Baltimore County. We are Baltimore County kids. We grew up in a town called Arbutus, and uh, UMBC is located in Catonsville, Arbutus area, and uh, and so we, like Eric said, so we're we're ten minutes away from the city, Baltimore City, but UMBC is our neighborhood. Yeah, like it's it's not. This isn't even for us. It's not even just oh wow, this is Baltimore, which is our home. This is our. Actual neighborhood yeah. that we grew up in, so um, it's it's it was it's unbelievable, uh and it it's hard to wrap our mind around it when it was happening, because yeah. obviously you never expected
1: anything like that to happen. No, the, I never thought I'd ever see a sixteen seed no. beat a one seed, let alone the worst sixteen seed, yeah, beat the number one ranked one seed, right, ever. Right. Uh, it, and then when you say, "Oh, UBC is going to be the one to do it," it's like, yeah, oh my, no way, that'll never
0: happen, and uh, in the. Obviously, uh, if you are a sports fan, you know about all of these sort of things and you, you've been reading up on it. But um, number one seeds were 135 and 0 against yep. 16 seeds and uh. 135 games before this one. The number one seed is won every single time. That was the chance that UMBC had, yep. and they and they still pulled it out. But a and lot they of, killed them. Like, oh yeah, wasn't close? By <laughs> it was like, <laughs> and and uh, and UMBC lost. We're recording this on Monday. They lost Sunday night, uh, but they still put up a good fight. Hey, the it doesn't even ship, matter.
1: Yeah, I didn't care. It. Everybody yeah. else is gravy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody
0: else is gravy. Yeah, and uh, the people will remember whoever wins the championship, obviously. But besides that. Nobody, nobody else is going to even remember the final four of this year. No, no,
1: they're going to remember the champion and um, UMBC. That's be, who they're going to remember. There will be documentaries yeah. on UMBC every time from here until we're yeah. uh, long after we're dead. Uh-huh. They're going to be doing random top five of the best. It's going to be a Jeopardy the best, question. The best comebacks of all time in all sports. Number one will probably be the Miracle on Ice when well not when comebacks USA. because they didn't. I'm sorry, underdog upsets. upsets. Um, Number one will be uh, when United States beat Russia, yeah. the Miracle on Ice, right. and then number two or or number three will be this. Yeah, it, it will be. It will definitely be up What's, there. What would you put above it besides I mean, Miracle on Ice? If you
0: are talking about in, in college basketball, when NC State won the championship uh, with with uh, Jimmy V. Uh, back yep, in the yeah, day, yep. in the '80s, that was one of the biggest upsets of all time uh, because they, but and that was to actually win the championship. So some yep. people would say that, um, but yeah, the, I, I think Miracle on Ice is what everybody goes to. Uh, but this is this is absolutely insane uh, and, and it a just, huge upset. And I don't know if we're just
1: living in the moment right now. Oh, No, it was just so fun. Oh, it was amazing. Everyone was rude. like, everyone was so happy yeah. about it. And the whoever runs social media account, oh, they killed you know, it. Yeah, um, Dan, our brother-in-law, For says. He knows him and he's awesome. Really? Yeah, because they went to school together. It's a small school. Yeah. <laughs> you probably, if you went to UBC, you probably know who the guy yeah. is. I, I saw somebody
0: say on Twitter that um, there needs to be a social study done. On the Twitter account for UMBC Athletics, because this is how you gain followers. This is how you use social media properly. Yeah, is what that guy did, and I have no idea who it is, but he <laughs> just killed a, it. He just a random guy. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like live tweeting the whole game. It's it's like it, it reminded me of um, Wendy's. You know how Wendy's like roasts people. Wendy's yeah. fast food, and actually they tweeted each other. Oh really? Yes. And what well, uh, people, people that don't know what Wendy's does go. They they just roast people yeah. They they make fun of everybody online, and people will like go and talk trash about Wendy's burgers, and and they have great jokes that Wendy's does, roasting whoever it is that made that made fun of them. And so somebody made the made the comparison of man, UMBC athletics should go head to head with with Wendy's on Twitter, yeah. and see how it goes. And and UMBC was like, no, we respect them too much. And then Wendy's tweeted at him and was like, no, they got more followers than we do now. Like it was <laughs> it was awesome. It was so cool to see. But uh, they like i tweeted everything and and did a great job it was just so entertaining and the best part for me was seeing like these national sports people yeah. saying if you didn't have to google what umbc stood for then then you've got me because so many people were like who is the, where are they even from I know, I know. they had <laughs> no idea where is this team even from and so for us being like this is our neighborhood
1: was just phenomenal
0: yeah i couldn't get enough of it I was, uh, i'm sure lauren is sick of hearing me talk
1: <laughs> about it uh someone tweeted at at umbc about uh just like who's umbc and he made fun of his beard remember that tweet uh vaguely uh, it was so funny and then um seth davis who's a college sports guy yeah like right, right when the game started just put virginia sharpie as in like this game's over yeah and then um, UMBC just kept tweeting at him over and yeah, over right. and over. Even the next day. Yeah. And to Seth Davis' credit, he like yeah, took a it try. It and and yeah. he was
0: like, you're right. And he <laughs> loved
1: it. Yeah. Every Everyone should like, unless you're a Virginia fan. Yeah. Like then you should have liked it, and I know it screwed up your your brackets. Who cares? Who cares about your your brackets? You saw a yeah. tweet said, "Who cares about your ten dollar bracket?"
0: Yeah, if you're more concerned about your ten dollar bracket than you are about history, 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 then you don't then you don't get sports because uh, this is I would pay I would pay a hundred dollars to watch this happen. Yeah. Like I, it was it's it is insane. This was so awesome. That to, to witness this and to be able to be part of it, and for us, it just makes it even better that it's our hometown. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Loved
1: it so much. Yeah. Um, so I'll, we
0: yeah. want to give them credit. Maybe we can get a UMBC guy on the podcast.
1: Oh, we could. We know a lot of them. Uh, no, like uh, like a bas- one of the basketball <laughs> players. Probably not. I think well, we already had UMBC guys on the podcast. AJ Vivek from a few episodes ago. Yeah, he we was have on- a lot of friends that went to UMBC. Yeah. our sister went to UMBC. Um, and when I saw her after the day after she was on the dance team. She was like, Oh, if I was so on the dance team i would have been there yeah i know and and dan russell was like if i was on the basketball team i would have been there i was like if i was UNBC, i would have been there yeah what it should have could have yeah anyways uh so a lot of other things happened this week uh we are getting close to easter Uh uh-huh are you yeah it's a super bowl it's a super bowl of church this is your money making sunday right (laughs) this is how you make all your money i would say this
0: as as a as a pastor with easter coming up you always just feel pressure this there's pressure with Easter because this is huge. You know that this is the most attended Sunday that you will have in the year. It, you know Yo, it's it's
1: guaranteed to be the most visitors you'll ever have. Yeah,
0: and there's just pressure that goes with it of like, man, I better be on top of my game. Yeah. I got to be funny. I got to be. I got to have good stories. Yeah. But at the same time, our children ministry better be working. Yeah. We got to have our greeters on top of their game, and this is an opportunity to uh, to to hopefully. Find somebody who finds Jesus Christ in this moment. So there's all this pressure that goes into it that uh, it, it can just be a little bit overwhelming and intimidating when you think of it just from my perspective. But at the same time, you know it's God who works, not me. So I, I have to remind myself
1: of that all the time. But it's yeah, still but you pressure. Wanna, you want to do the best you possibly yeah. can. That's yeah. that's the best way to honor God is by right. working your butt off yeah. and doing the best you can. And but at the same time, you know it's not you at the end of the day. And obviously, any given Sunday. Something big could happen, and so you
0: want to be on your game
1: every Sunday.
0: There's just more pressure with this Sunday. Mark
1: Patterson says that you want to work like it's only dependent on you, and pray like it's only dependent on him. Yeah, it's so, good. So that's what you want to do: just work your butt off, right? And then hopefully God will move through through the the work that you gave. Yeah. Not that it's because of your work, but but you're, that's what you do in order yeah. to honor God. I'm always a little relieved once Easter is passed. Yeah,
0: you know, and I love Easter once it happens, and it's the it's the most important day for us as, as Christians and as followers of Jesus. There's nothing more important than celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. But for, for a pastor, it's the, a lot of work for us. And we do a spring fling, which is like Easter egg hunt and games and yeah. candy the day before because it's a great way to invite people to Easter the next day, to church the next day. And then for us being part of the Church of Nazarene, which we're part of, we have always have our district assembly, which is a huge
1: blast. blast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge meeting for pastors yeah. in our denomination. And it's the weekend after. It's always around the same time. So it's like, oh, I'm just... By the time it's all
1: over... I'm normally exhausted. Yeah, and like opening day is right around. Yeah, then. you know WrestleMania, what? Is, WrestleMania is that WrestleMania. day. <laughs> like, there's so much stuff going on. I have a kid coming. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I don't know what we're to do. I don't know if i will I hope I don't miss any podcasts. This kid's coming in a month. Um, well, I'll just I'll take care of it all. Hey, do you want a cat? Do I, No, I don't want a
0: cat. <laughs> I have a cat. Our cat keeps peeing on stuff.
1: Yeah. Any listener out there that would like a cat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're really selling him. You can't. You, if, if you want a cat, let's Because we don't know what to do with him. Because yeah. he's penal stuff. Yeah. Like, we had the door open to Noah's room. That's our son coming. Um, Erica spent all day organizing the clothes, getting them set up. And then she leaves. She leaves the room for a minute. Yeah, one. Look, go back in, and Bruce is peeing on all those clothes. Yeah, and it just—it's so, like, mean, how
0: do you get a cat to stop doing that? Well, no he
1: idea. never did that. Then when the kids came, he started doing that. So I don't know. So hopefully, if you're listening, you don't have kids and you want a cat. We well, that's what we're trying to find someone that doesn't have kids and doesn't have any other animals because I—he needs his own space. He doesn't have space because yeah brooklyn savannah just ah, wherever right. he is so right. i don't know anyways that's a whole different <laughs> story. I just, anyone that wants a cat please yeah, let me know, I
0: know. yeah it's re- it's a really interesting podcast topic so <laughs> yeah. far
1: yeah we, we've talked about umbc for a while yeah easter uh-huh and do you do you uh have an easter bunny at your spring fling uh no i mean i are oh, you are you against it uh i don't really want one there i mean you don't like santa you don't i know santa. I, I know i don't i don't, I don't, <laughs> don't really want one there you know, we do, but we do an Easter egg hunt. I used to have to, um, at, at spring flings in my old church, I used to have to be the bunny, and I hated it. Yeah, yeah, because I scared so many kids. It's so hot, and it never <laughs> gets washed. So it's all sweaty in there. I know it's from last year. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we when we do
0: our Easter egg hunt, we do an empty egg hunt. And uh, it's it's for oh because reasons. the tomb is empty yeah but honestly <laughs> honestly it's just because I don't feel like stuffing all these Easter eggs I know it's the quickest way and then you give them the prize yeah and they the just end. go and collect one of each color you gotta put them right back out for the next yeah, people right and, and when you do like a massive Easter egg hunt and then all these kids line up and they go like all the big kids just get like a million eggs yeah and uh, and these little kids who probably don't aren't really aware but I feel bad because they only get a few of them here and there but you know what that's
1: life. <laughs> That you need to. <laughs> you they need to learn understand early that life's not fair. Sometimes, sometimes other, you got to work, work, hard. work harder. <laughs> you got to work harder. Got to. You got to work out. Yep. You work out. You got to drink your milk and eat your vegetables. Yeah, yeah. That's what Dad used to say to you when you used to get hurt all the time. Yeah. You never did. You're still scrawny. <laughs> so there's a bunch been a bunch of things happening that we, mm-hmm. we also want to talk about besides just you. You want to talk about UMBC again? I could talk about <laughs> UMBC the whole podcast. Um, you a big Katy Perry fan? <laughs>
0: no. Uh, I mean, well, here's the thing. I, there are actually some songs that she has, and I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not ashamed to say this. There are some songs that she had back like when she first started out roar. that I enjoyed. Yeah, roar is awesome. Sing it. You're gonna hear me, so terrible. You're gonna hear me, like a lion. <laughs> that's what I like. <laughs> but no, there were like some songs that, that uh, and that's the only one that I can think of right now. Oh, no, what's the other one? What's the other one? Um, the teenage uh, dream, none of the fireworks one. You know, what I'm it's talking called about? fireworks. Is it called fireworks? <laughs> yeah, I forget yeah. how it goes right now. Do you do? You, I've no, drawn a I know blank. know.
1: T. t- they dream and live in a tea. Oh, yeah. That's a good song, too. Uh huh. That's a super sexual song. I know. We sang it at church once. What? We did. For, this, for a sex series? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> AJ sang it. Oh, <laughs> that's awkward. Because it was way we- too weird to have a girl sing it. Yeah. So it was weird, though. I, I do not love doing it. But. Yeah. But uh, the fireworks one is probably my favorite one, and I can't even think of how it works <laughs> yeah, yeah. right Sounds like you're a big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Katy Perry, she is on American Idol. First off, that's still going. You know what? It just needs to, <laughs> it just needs to end. You no, know I can't believe that's still so going in Survivor. There are actually a lot of people who like Survivor. I know. Still. I still can't. It's been like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Who's the main guy in Survivor? The Jeff main... Corbin. Je- uh, Jeff. No,
0: Jeff Corbin. That's the other like. Um, he's uh he's the Survivor guy, the Jeff Corbin experience. Uh, what are you talking Jeff, about? Jeff Jeff Corbin is like the animal guy. He's like on Animal Planet. Jeff or whatever. Probst. Jeff Probst. Is
1: yeah. that his name. Yep. P r o b s t. Yeah, he, he's still the host? Yeah, you would think he would have won by now. Would he's have the, won? Yeah, he's there every time. He never gets voted out. He's the... <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? But, but yeah, a lot of people still watch
0: Survivor. But American Idol, I don't know. I guess I, I I people it was gone, watch it. It was
1: gone for a while, I believe. Yeah, you know what? I, name, I, how many American Idol winners can you name me right now? Or just it's just two contestants, period. C- uh, well, no. Okay, I can name Kelly Clarkson the first one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who was the dude with the curly hair? Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. They really had a movie.
0: His. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly and, and him. Was it Justin? <laughs> Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly and Justin. That's yep. right. Um, and uh, Clay Aiken. Yep. Uh, he didn't win. He didn't win. He got to Ruben. Ruben. He's sorry. I'm sorry. 2004. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Ruben. Daughtry. Yeah. He didn't win, though. Uh, what was the guy with uh, gray hair? With the gray hair. Yeah. The Soul silver fox. Guy. I have no clue. He won. Blue. Um. Uh, oh, 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 Carrie, Carrie, Underwood. Carrie she's, Underwood. She's she's yep. got to be the most famous, right?
1: Her uh, and yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Carson, pretty famous. Yeah, Carrie Underwood's got the most. Um, famous
0: Simon, he Simon Cowell. <laughs> yeah, he's I not mean, a contestant. Know, but he was in it, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, was he was in it. He was a host. I don't think. Oh, oh, the one girl. Um. Uh. Oh gosh, she won it. Uh, what is her name? She's like in movies now. Uh, Rihanna. No, no, not Rihanna. She is in, she's in, like Oceans, whatever the uh, Ocean the nine. The Girl version. Yeah, of the Oceans. girl version. That. Um, no, she was uh, the. She's a black girl. She. Yeah, Rihanna. No, is black. no, 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 no. Um, oh my goodness, it's gonna drive me crazy. She's the Umbrella Song. No, it's Rihanna. No, no it's not Rihanna. <laughs> oh, I can't think of her name. Yeah. She has a really good voice, actually. She. I think her dad was a football player and you know whose dad was a football player no Rihanna's (laughs) dad I don't know who Rihanna's dad was but not he's not a football player Um, but she was in that movie with Beyonce did she win Dreamers she was in the movie Dreamers
1: (laughs) oh what is that Jennifer Hudson yes Jennifer Hudson (laughs) thank you
0: Oh, that was driving me crazy. She's really she good. She was an
1: American Idol? Yeah. Oh, wow. American was finding some talent now.
0: <laughs> American Idol's got talent. Uh, no. That's, that's
1: America's <laughs> got talent. America Idol got but anyway, talent. But do you know what? Those, these it's stories, the same show, basically. What
0: you, the voice is still going.
1: Yeah, with uh, your boy. You love that one Who? guy. You're so attracted to him. Who, Adam, Adam? Yeah. Adam Levine. You think he's so hot. I mean he is a good guy but I, mean, I don't You want to look just like him. You're trying, you're getting tattoos like him now. I had, remember. Your hair's like him now. When I was at Crossroads You were trying to look just like him. No,
0: no, when I was at Crossroads and I was like the young youth pastor at this time I was like early 20s. I'm 30 now. So early 20s and there was like the worship team would always make some older guys on the worship team would always be like, "Oh, look, Adam Levine's here." And I'd be like, "Ah, hey, shut up." it's like, <laughs> "Man, the worship team is picking on me." Yeah. But you should take it as a compliment. Anyways, back to Katie Perry. Yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Katie Perry. Okay. She's still an on American now. Idol
1: because I guess American Idol is still going. Yep. And she's really awkward on it. There was, I don't know what happened to her. There was one guy where um where he was like singing and he had a girlfriend, she was like acting like she was in love with him. She's like, that's kind of her really? character. She's just like boy crazy, I guess, in it. Um I'm also not I've 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 never been a fan of women wearing a ton of makeup. Uh-huh. I, I just I don't it just I don't like it. It's just it's not just, your th- T- you no. don't think there's anything wrong with it? It's just not. No, your you taste. can do it, but yeah, I just I don't I don't find it very attractive. Like uh-huh. Erica does not wear a lot of makeup; um, she doesn't need to. Good answer. <laughs> um, Same yeah, with Lauren. You know, what I mean, when, when it just feels like it's like painted. Like Christina Aguilera, for example, is what I never thought she was that attractive because it was always like, like a clown <laughs> to me. She had so much makeup on. Yeah, like if she, if she didn't have it so much, I probably would have thought she was. But it was just so. Anyways, and that's kind of how I think about. Katie so what she's trying point. to
0: say to all the women is, you're beautiful just as you are. You're you don't need. Yeah, beautiful. That's
1: true. <laughs> um, you are beautiful <laughs> no matter what. They that's say. Christina <laughs> yeah. Words
0: can't she looked good bring in that video because she was down.
1: Down. Anyways, so um she's in a little bit of hot water Katy Perry because is. um she kissed a boy on and the she looks. liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a little song, yeah. that's a little throwback. Yeah, he he kissed a girl and he did not like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so basically what happened was the contestant was a guy named Benjamin Glaze. How old is he? uh young <laughs> <laughs>
0: i guess you weren't prepared for that question nope nope there no wasn't he's back. like he's Neither like ready to go through yeah. <laughs>
1: he's like a teenager right uh like he's, like late teens 18 yeah, 19 yeah i think he, i think he's 19 i believe he'd never kissed a girl before um he he wanted that first kiss to be special he'd um, never been kissed he's like drew Barrymore.
0: <laughs> 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 remember that movie
1: um yes I think I talked about that movie actually on a previous <laughs> podcast before. Um, so he said that he really wanted um, his first kiss to be meaningful. I've never been in a relationship, and I can't kiss a girl without he's being in a relationship. very conservative. Yep. Um, and then what happened was Katy Perry then jumped up and said, come here, come here right now. So he shared that when he yes. came in for his yep. audition. As she motioned her face towards his glazed ass on the cheek, after, two, after the two touched cheeks, Perry asked for another kiss because their first didn't make a smush sound, is what she said. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. So he went to kiss her on the cheek and she quickly turned. You know, the whole like, yeah. Hey, she give me kiss cheek. And then all of a sudden, and kissed her on him on the lips.
0: Is that like what, you know, like what ants would do to like the little kids or something?
1: <laughs> not a not my aunt uh, did that to you me. You should be talking to her. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> a therapist about that. Not podcast. Um, and then so basically the old switcheroo yeah yeah you know the old switcheroo um and so she turned her face and kissed him on the lips his first kiss which is just a peck and he fell and he fell because he was like oh no um he didn't want to he made that pretty clear um and she was like saying hey come over and do that and then she got in really hot water about it because people are like like i don't know it's especially with all the me too stuff that that came out it's like if this was a guy Mm -hmm. doing this to a female contestant, he would be fired and be considered a pig for the rest of his life yeah. because it's Katy Perry who a lot of guys would be more than fine with kissing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys are like, oh, I wish you'd do that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a different stereotype or, or stigma with that, but there's a guy who did not want to do it. So then she was like, like all this media went nuts mm-hmm. saying that she um, sexually harassed him yeah, that, yeah. and all that stuff. I, I, I definitely could see I was like, if I was a dude, I'd be like a little annoyed about it. Mm-hmm if you were a dude if I was that dude oh like I, if I did, said if
0: I were a dude
1: <laughs> I am a dude. if I was that dude I'd be annoyed about it a little like come on like you didn't know I didn't want to whatever yeah um, and it's like a high kind of high pressure thing but you're think, on TV or national television yeah but I think it got way blown out of proportion mm-hmm. what do you think
0: I mean, I do agree that with the double standard, uh, because if it were a 32, however old Katy Perry is, 31, 32-year-old guy doing that to a 19-year-old girl, it, it would be even worse, as, as it should be, especially in, in what with what our society is going through right now in America and the whole whole Me Too movement, which is um, bringing out a lot of good things. Yeah. But it can also bring out some bad things, and we've, we've talked about that already. But... Uh, I don't think that it is as big of a deal. And the guy himself, what's his name? Benjamin? Glaze. Glaze. Glazer. Benjamin Glazer. He, he Benjamin came, Glaze Glazer. <laughs> <laughs> he came out and said that he wasn't sexually harassed, but he
1: was uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Here's what he said. He said, I am not complaining about the kiss from Katy Perry at all. Doing a few news reports, uh, doing a few news reports that being interviewed by many different reporters has caused some major questions. The way certain articles are worded are not done by me, and my true intentions are not accurately represented in every article you read about the situation. I am not complaining about the kiss. I am very honored and thankful to have been part of American Idol. He continued, I do not think I was sexually harassed by Katy Perry, and I am thankful for the judge's comments and critiques. I was uncomfortable in a sense of how I would. I have never been kissed before and was not expecting it. Please take it into consideration that I, do, that I don't believe my views... Have been appropriately communicated through the media.
0: That's a good quote. Uh, but ultimately, when it comes down to it, if we if we want to make sure that we are protecting everybody, and in yeah. this day and age, we should be. You know, and uh, a lot of people will are, will complain about how uh, we're becoming this politically correct world. Um, and to a certain extent, I, I understand. I, and I, I understand that. A
1: very certain extent, I agree with it. Um, but the at the same time,
0: it. too, we should be looking out for the best interests of people and for the safety of people. And if we're going to um, make sure that we are protecting our young people, especially, I, it needs to be at least, it needs to at least be a conversation. Um, I don't think that Katy Perry should be fired. I don't think that she should face major consequences. I think that she did something kind of stupid, uh, but I don't think it's ultimately that big. Yeah, a And
1: she's trying to play up a character yeah. On this, and that's kind of part of it as well. So there's it there's seems a to be something of off
0: with a lot of the ways that she has portrayed herself recently. Um, but I, I have no
1: idea. I've never been on. a huge Katy Perry fan, yeah, personally. Um, I mean, you obviously love her music. <laughs> like fireworks, come
0: on, show so you them. Out. You out the words. make them go. Ah, ah, ah.
1: Um, she used to be a Christian singer. Did you know that? Yeah, she was in POD song. Yeah, she was. Um, she used to be a Christian singer. and She comes from a very conservative family. Was your dad a pastor? I don't know. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even feel like looking it up. Um, but yeah, I just got annoyed when she first came out because she was a Christian like gospel singer, and then she moved to like not that at all yeah. and made a lot more money. So I don't know. I kind of got a little annoyed about that. But um, at the end of the day, do she's you not the do. first one. No, I won't be the last one. Yeah. I'm uh, sure. But yeah, uh, Katy Perry doing all that stuff. Pretty so nasty.
0: tell tell us what you think. Tell us tell us your opinion on on the situation.
1: Oh, I, I think it's I think it's not the, you, the listeners. Oh, <laughs> me I was like I thought I did. Not am I not? That
0: is about you. <laughs> <laughs> talking to the listeners.
1: Well, you looked at me and said, "Where else am I going to look?" You said, "Tell me your opinion." What do you want say on the Wall? Well, you you the, the listeners that no, they're they're talking. I'm to, talking to the there. listeners now. You said, "Tell me your opinion." and i went okay i will and like, no i'm talking to the listeners who aren't in the room <laughs> i'm i'm this is a conversation time, with we'll, the we'll,
0: listeners listen we'll, listeners, cut, we'll, we'll tell cut. us tell us
1: your opinion there let you us go. know what you listeners think.
0: Eric, you're ridiculous.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, another thing that I saw coming up, uh-huh. um, there's always, there's, we could do this weekly, um, something else that Trump said recently. <laughs> <laughs> we could, we could kind of continually do this, but. Yeah. I don't know how we did a show before he was elected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, one thing that's coming up, that's been coming up recently, and and things have been talked about is uh, the plan to execute drug dealers. Yeah. Have you, have is, you heard big, about some of this stuff? So, um, I I haven't looked up and looked this up too much. I've just seen very little amounts of it. I definitely understand there's a big drug problem in, in our in Huge. our world, especially opioids is the main one, pain painkiller painkillers things like that, and. Um, there's definitely something to be done about it because it's killing a ton of people. Everybody has, everybody has been affected by this. It's or knows somebody, uh, we
0: have, uh, we have family members who have died because of, because of opioids. Yep. And we have friends and, and, uh, people close to us who are affected by this. This is a, I have a lot of friends that went to rehab for it.
1: And it's a major epidemic
0: in our country.
1: Yeah. So with that, um, especially being outside of Baltimore. Sorry, I mean to cut you off. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Baltimore specifically, it really is, but it's everywhere. But but being in Baltimore, it's it's even worse right where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but So with that, Trump has been talking about how we're going to figure this out. Um, and, and obviously, something needs to be done. Yeah, I agree. Something needs to be done. Just what is the solution for that? And what are the things that have come out? And I don't know how much... Honestly, I honestly don't know how much is actu- it's actually being moved forward or if it's just like something. Because he just says stuff, you know what I mean? Mm. And that's why he got elected. And, and you can't I'm I'm not the f- biggest fan of persecuting everything he says because he just says what he says. Yeah, <laughs> and and you have to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you th- and and I understand he is the president, but that's why he got elected because people like that he just whatever he'll say whatever. Yeah, and sometimes he doesn't say it the way you're supposed to say it. But and we know that about him now. Like, okay, yeah. we all understand that Donald Trump is going to say some crazy
0: stuff and and some stuff that will rub people the wrong way. Yeah. If are- you haven't figured that out at this
1: point. There are times where he says stuff that like, "Oh, ne- like that's that really didn't ru- rub me the wrong way," as in, like it kind of seems like it's getting some of his true feelings yeah. out. That they don't like, but other times he just says stuff, and every time it gets destroyed. Right. It is, what uh, it is. anyways. Um, so President Trump told the crowd this: "When I was in China, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's how he said it. I love I love reading quotes from from Trump because you could tell it's him. You can hear it. You reading can hear it." it. When I was in China and other places, by the way, I said, <laughs> "Mr. President, do you have a drug problem?" "No, no, no, we do not." I said, "Huh? Big country, 1.4 billion people, right? Not much of a drug problem." I said, "What do you attribute to it? That to?" "Well, the death penalty." So what China was saying is that they have a lot stricter uh, uh, punishment for someone that is a drug dealer, as in you get the death penalty mm-hmm. for doing that stuff. And so now. Uh, it seems to be that the White House is going to be unveiling uh, a plan to combat the opioid crisis that includes a detail uh, that that is a little more alarming. That's a death penalty for even low-level drug dealers, according to uh, this report. Now, Where I, is this report from? Um, well, I'm getting this from Relevant Magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, so... There, I'm sure there's other reports that have been been yeah. saying that, but I, I don't know exactly all the details, so I don't necessarily want to get too much into that part of it. But. Well,
0: and that the the hard part is when you just hear things that are that are being leaked out when the plan hasn't actually been released yet. You know, I, I'm not going to jump to conclusions until we can actually see what the consequences are of whatever plan is being put together because yeah. they haven't released it yet. There's just rumors of this and there's discussion of this, and obviously Trump has has talked about it, um, and so this is. In the works in some way, I don't. I don't know. It, obviously, if it's for low-level
1: drug dealers, I don't agree with it whatsoever. But most um, time with this but, kind of stuff, when when you th- hear that and go, "That's no way," you can't do that. Normally, it's just it seems like it's more exaggerated yeah. for for. Clicks. And it would even it, just because a plan is put forth doesn't mean it's going to be passed
0: yeah. or, or any of those sort of things. It would have. There's a lot that it would have to go through in order for anything to become a law, and it takes forever. Um, but this is this is a hard one because we are we're two conservative uh people and we i struggle with this you know we're we are with what just the death penalty in general with the death penalty in general i struggle with it um and i we are we are extremely pro-life and that i believe is biblical and i don't I will never change my stance when it comes to being pro-life. Yeah, uh, that I will always be pro-life. For when me, it comes for the to like church
1: stuff, I never like talk about political stuff. But I will talk about being pro-life. I'll, I'll talk about being pro-life anytime because it it gets and and really what's crazy is that our generation mm-hmm. is majority of them are actually pro-life surprisingly enough yeah that is surprising it's it, it is it's reports are, sh- are saying that that most of them are and you if you watch any standup comedians now they talk about it It'd be like you know like abortions killing babies right you know that right like uh-huh. louis ck did that in his last stand up yeah uh, dave chappelle did it bill mm-hmm. burr talked about it. like literally yeah. they, they said you guys know that abortions killing babies right you guys yeah. like all science says that right and right. then they make jokes kind of about it uh but it points out the hypocrisy of it so i think that's starting to be coming yeah. around a little more mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times from from the left side they Say well, it's being a hypocrite if you call
0: yourself pro-life, but you're for the death penalty. Which I don't necessarily believe. I, I, I'm not that far at all. Uh-huh. Um, I I understand what they're saying. Like if you're pro-life, then you should be for all life. Uh, is is kind of what they're trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. But the difference to me is this is a, an, an unborn innocent baby who never even had a shot, and we're talking about a person who committed a heinous crime now that we do know that there are people uh, there has to be somebody who is faced a death penalty and been been killed wrongfully so that yeah. has to have happened yeah so that that is a really difficult thing but let's take that d- just for sake of argument let's take that out of the picture and say you know that this person committed a heinous crime whether it be a serial killer um you mm-hmm. know even if uh, a murderer, or whatever they did something really terrible the difference between being pro life and being and the death penalty is that person made a decision and that person had an opportunity and that person did something terrible and what if that was your family that that was murdered what if that was your family that you were affected by this person who did something by their own choice um so that's that's where it comes into there for me but still with that being said i i don't i don't know if i'm for the death penalty in just, any situation i struggle with it and and we want to be completely transparent and honest in this we've had recent debates on gun control and other political things on this podcast this one i honestly don't know where i stand yeah
1: and i don't have i have done any research which comes politically i'm just trying to think for me personally and morally mm-hmm. i try to live as much like jesus as i possibly can mm-hmm. and when i just with something like the death penalty, i try to picture if jesus was here would he say yes, you should that person has killed too many people, we right. should kill him for his crimes. Yeah. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. And I know people would say, Well, look at God in the old testament. I understand yeah, that. But Jesus came to abolish that old law. Yeah, yeah, So you can't if you want to know what it's a different world, it's a different time, all those things. All this it doesn't stuff. mean that it's that Jesus it's came to be the to be to show us who God is. Yeah. So don't tell me, well, this there's this God. No, you want to know who God is, look at Jesus' life. Right. If you don't think if you can't get around the Jesus part, that's what that's God sh- sent Jesus to, to rescue us, to save us from our sins, and to show us who he really is. So if... That's just one thing that r- I really struggle with. But at the same time, it's like selfishly and maybe even sinfully. Mm-hmm. It's like I get why serial killers are put to death, whatever, if yep. we're running out of room in prisons or any other, all other stuff. And that's where the political stuff comes in that I don't know anything about, so I'm yeah. not going to speak on it because I'm way too dumb to even talk about that. Right. i have not yeah. educated. We're myself. We're just talking about Morally. Where, Morally, where do for we, me, it, it, let's
0: let's even take just the the whole overcrowding in, in the prison system out of it. If we are just talking about a person's life and should they be put on death row and given the death sentence, I can't. I don't.
1: For, for a, something a, that
0: they've done, I, I really. Struggle for me, I really struggle with it, and. I, I, I used to be just because I've grown up conservative, grown up a Republican, all these sort of things. I used to be like, okay, yeah, yeah. But at the older that I've gotten, it just it hurts my soul to think of sentencing a person to death, no matter what they've done. No matter what
1: they've done, it, it, it just kind of goes know. against everything we try to do, right? Like, yeah. I always preach about how God, you're never too far from right. God, and all this other stuff, and then. But then to be like, well, you're never too far to God. For God, God can save you, but, but the government should put you to death. Right, like right. That's kind of like why I'm pro-life. Mm-hmm. I, besides just the fact that all science says that it's a baby in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. l- just kind of look some of that stuff up. Like it's so. If you look it up enough, it is so clear mm-hmm. that it's a living organism at whatever, yeah. at so young. Um, but another reason why I'm pro-life is because I don't want the government to choose Mm-hmm. Uh, which which maybe other people would say, well, that's why you should be pro-choice. You should give the woman the choice, whatever. But um, who's who gives the baby, the innocent baby, a choice? I, I don't want the government to tell somebody they can kill something else. And in the same way, I don't know if I necessarily agree with, yeah. with it when yeah. it comes to death penalty, but I just don't. It's something I struggle with for sure. Because here's 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 my
0: struggle for the other side. Like First, I, Jesus preaches forgiveness over and over and over and over and over again. Grace over and over and over and over and over again. But at the same time, too, there are consequences for our sins. There are consequences for our mistakes. And there are times where we are given, where we are shown grace for something that we've done and we should receive, obviously we, we don't face every consequence because we have an opportunity to know a God who loves us and who created us and we have an opportunity to go to heaven, which we don't deserve. So we don't face every single consequence, but there are still consequences for our actions. And
1: is death one of them? I, I honestly do don't know yeah but death as in like i'm going to decide that death is for you that's the that's the difference like yeah there's gonna be times where you are are doing something and like if you have heavy years of drug use Mm -hmm. you're more likely to die early if you stop right yeah so in that kind of a penalty of your sin Mm -hmm. even though it's not like necessarily god saying well because you did that i'm going to take no it's just what you did harmed your body so Mm -hmm. now because Mm -hmm death is real because sin has come to this world. It's a broken world. Now, because of that, I'm going to have to die, and my body, because of what I put it through, that's what... Sin is not God saying... Hey, don't yeah. do this. It's God saying I want something better for you. If you do this, it's going to be worse for you. Right. So if He says I don't want you to do drugs because it's going to harm you, and you decide to anyways, you can't blame God if in five years, ten years, you died right, from yeah, it. I but that. then for the government to say, "Well, your crime is strong enough where we should now kill you," mm-hmm. it, that's where I have the trickier part. And going back to this, if if really this this new thing coming out is potentially uh, putting people to death. For um, dealing drugs on a lower level than it's, or even that's not even say a lower level, just dealing drugs. Yeah,
0: it, it, we're talking about like a drug kingpin who who has made a huge dent in a city or a neighborhood, and, and those sort of things. Should yeah. that person be put to death? I, I don't think I can get behind
1: what it. this article says at the end. I'll just read the whole the last yeah. paragraph. Cause I think it's pretty good. Um, this article is by Jesse Carey, by the way. So i want to give him props for this. Um, the opioid crisis has already claimed enough lives and we don't need our government aiding to the already tragic body count. Yeah. If real changes are to be, are to take place, they shouldn't by causing more death. They should be by informed policies that actually s- seek to save lives. That's part of what being pro-life is all about. Mm-hmm. So, um, so
0: is there the question? Then is uh, for for this particular discussion, when it comes to drugs, there has to be another way to to get the drug crisis under control than
1: just implementing the death penalty, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with a lot harsher penalties. Yeah, like, but I think it goes deeper than just the people that are dealing the drugs, whatever. It goes to okay, why are all these things happening? And you might need to look at the pharmaceutical companies yeah. that are that are easily pushing this stuff because what happens is people like break their leg. Here's your painkillers. You only have for so much. And now all of a sudden you're like, well, I, now you're used to that feeling you get when you're on these medicines. I know a lot of people that that's how it started. Now all of a sudden you're like, "What? what do I do? Mm -hmm. And that's why heroin is increasing. And we've talked about that is people go to heroin because heroin's a lot cheaper on the streets than buying these pills. pills, So, And it gives you the same feeling. So that's why people go to that a lot of times. You don't, don't, no one just wakes up and goes, I'm going to do heroin today. It's like, it's a physical need they have. So is it more, do we more have to look at the companies that are providing it and trying to find different solutions or making it where you shouldn't be giving those out as easily? Yeah. Like maybe, like what's causing the uprise? Right. Not just penalizing people that are taking advantage of which we should, Mm -hmm. we should definitely penalize them, but what is making it, so easy for people to just take all these medicines and things like that yeah the other reason why i can't get behind this
0: death sentence for for drug dealers is that a lot of people who are drug dealers are born into this and don't feel like they have a, a good shot now not everybody i know but they f- don't feel like they have a good shot in life and they have no other choice and they a lot of them get to a place where they say i just need to survive i just need to find a way to to get some money to to live which can be an excuse i understand but if you think of these drug dealers, they will target young kids to get them to work for them, to get them to not go to school. And, and a lot of them will say, okay, so I could either go to school and come home to my broken family with no money, with nothing, don't even know where our next meal is going to come from, or I could go and work for this guy on the street corner and make a little bit of money to buy food to survive in the cities because that's what's happening in Baltimore City. Yeah. you know, And so these kids at a young age are being targeted and put on street corners to deal drugs, and they get to a place where now they don't have a high school education. Now they have no other place to turn to, and this is the only option for them. And obviously, we know there's always people who take advantage of things, and I'm not I'm not excusing a drug dealer. Yeah. I'm just saying that is a real situation that happens, that if we can find a way to make a bigger impact in these lower-income communities in the city,
1: I think that that would help in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's easier to just stereotype Anyone that's doing drug dealers as like, well, you just want to take advantage of yeah. That. It's 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 a lot deeper and a harder issue mm-hmm. than. That. Um, you watch The Wire, right? I haven't seen all of it. Yeah, yeah. The Wire has a whole season on that with kids in yeah. Schools. I saw that, yeah. and and
0: it's, it's terrible. Yeah, it's
1: and it's like heartbreaking. Right. <laughs> like, and it's like, man, I that's because they definitely did a lot of they research before them. they did the wire. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's they do a pretty good uh example of how hard it is to not go in the street corners and you have nothing else and yeah. it seems like there's no other way out of course there's other there's other way outs, there's other ways out mm-hmm. but it, it's 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 just a deeper issue when it comes to that yeah. stuff but, Well, the
0: other thing is uh that I, I saw this past week when it comes to the death penalty is there now they're talking about for the parkland shooter should should he face a death penalty
1: see like selfishly i'm like yeah kill that dude mm-hmm. like he doesn't deserve mm-hmm. to live anymore like that yeah, he but, took he took the
0: lives of 17 that's people. the hard
1: part like i'm i don't want to get to what like and this just might be me but i don't want to get the point where i'm arguing on why that dude should should stick around yeah but does that mean i'm correct like that uh-huh. that's that's the hard part if if i just keep going back if jesus was here he would say yeah kill that guy i just I know, don't see hard, it. it and if he wouldn't do it then i need to fight against it And it's hard to argue for a dude that's pure evil, Mm -hmm. but is he too far from God? Because every can he not be reached? He can still be reached. So, so I
0: don't know. Because every time a a person was brought before Jesus who did something wrong, what did he do every time? Showed forgiveness. That was what he always did. Yeah, you know the the woman who was committing adultery thrown before him, and the law says that she should be killed. He showed forgiveness. Yeah, you know. So it's it's. Oh, it's so hard and when he says uh, you know the uh, if somebody strikes you on one cheek turn the other cheek forgive not seven times but seven times 77 times over and over and over again that's what he talks about I don't but but think about the families of those people who were killed in the parkland shootings
1: yeah and we still think he should be in jail for the rest and all of his life stuff like so so it goes At a mental deep, institution Yeah, it, sounds it goes like, deeper than that but it just I don't know I still don't know where the crime. Like I don't know what Jesus think about. Okay, would Jesus say, okay, you go to prison for the rest of your life? Like he has to. <laughs> like you can't, can't. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. So I, I don't. It's just so it's it's such a hard. And issue. that gets back
0: to the consequences. Yeah.
1: That 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 we should
0: have to face, and it's because it's. I know you made the point of well, you know, your body would do this, and natural consequences would happen, but it's not just that. You know, if you hurt somebody else, we should have to face the consequences of it by facing yeah. that person.
1: I've there's been videos of there's one guy who uh, it was years ago who I think killed someone in a DUI accident or yeah. or something, like that, and he years later turned himself in and just mm-hmm. said, and he said, "I'm pleading guilty. Give me the penalty, whatever yeah. the penalty is. Give don't because he be, felt so guilty. He felt for so years. guilty. He said I know, I understand that I did something wrong, so I need the penalty, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. So um we should. When things happen, we have to take whatever the penalty is. Well, the question is: is 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 the penalty correct? And if is it, and is vengeance ours, or is it God's? Yeah, you know. uh, I mean, the government's job is to keep us safe. Yes, that's the government's job. So, and that's why people need to go to jail. Right, that's why people need to be punished because if someone does something like that, they are not safe to be around. So that's why we have to trust the judicial system. And could, could the death penalty
0: prevent somebody from committing a heinous act like that because they know that the death penalty would be a possibility?
1: Well, know. this research says that's not true okay. when it comes to this. I
0: don't know. That's just a thought.
1: Yeah, I don't um, know. A study from University of Colorado found that 88% of American crimin- criminologists do not believe that the death penalty was an effective deterrent, and 91 percent believe politicians support the death penalty merely as a way to appear tough on crime.
0: Yeah, I, I, and I, okay, that's fine. But I mean, that still, is, that's also one study, so yeah, I would like to know more. information. We don't know. There's no way to fully know that. Like, it, what, the, what that is saying is people believe that that would not be a deterrent for people. Yeah. You know what I mean but could it be is there some there, I'm sure that there's somebody who's thought about doing something terrible and then thought about the consequences and it could just life in prison be a big enough of a consequence to prevent somebody from doing that or I, you know I, a lot of people who commit these like mass murders end up taking their own life mm-hmm. in the process so maybe it's not a deterrent because maybe that's what maybe that's the easy way out you know, some people would make the argument it's of pent- spending life in prison would be worse than than just dying. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to any of these sort of things. It's just a discussion that that needs to be had. Uh, and
1: but when it comes to drugs specific specifically, I don't think I can get behind it. I, I don't believe that the death penalty is more of a deterrent than life in prison or a really long prison sentence, and yeah. I think you need to be able to prove that it would be right before that can pass. Yeah, and nothing has proven that yet. Yeah. Um, and maybe I just don't know. That I just haven't looked the studies enough, but so educate us, not you, Eric. I'm talking to the listeners. <laughs> educate us. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would like legitimately like to know. Okay, what's your opinion on the death penalty? What is as as a as a Christian, because mm-hmm. or this why we're struggling if or both. We were, Just tell us tell us who. No, you are. if we're not a Christian, I'm I'm for it. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's plain and simple. When it comes to not as maybe not as extreme as it is, but if we're not a Christian, then if if I don't believe in Jesus, then the dude who did this last shooting, yeah. kill him. But a lot that's why. But I but I know I think that's my selfish.
0: But point. a lot of people who are not Christians are not for the death penalty. Yeah. So no matter who you are, no matter what you believe. Tell us tell us if you are a Christian or not and tell us what you believe and why you think that way.
1: I just I just know that most people that support the death penalty are the Republican side right, typically. Which is normally translate to also Christian or or fundamental Christian beliefs yeah. and morals. So it just seems opposite of what yeah. Jesus would have preached. That's but the my
0: struggle. I'm not looking for the political answer. I'm looking for yeah, the neither moral, am I. I'm looking for the moral answer
1: that's that's what I want to know
0: should the death penalty should the death penalty be something that we use or yeah. should it not be morally because not pol- politically
1: yeah because politically it goes to does it actually help yeah and and I mean I would I'd be curious about that but I'm more struggling with uh, with the moral side of it yeah. so yeah you know where we get great feedback from a lot of our episodes where is our NYM group page. Yeah, that's NYMers. true. NYMers. We get there's really a lot great feedback. There. A lot of discussion. People tell us what they agreed with, what they didn't agree with. They tell it's us how great. stupid we are. Yep. Um, and there's one way to become an NYMer, and that is through going through our Patreon page yeah. and uh, supporting us. As little as a dollar a month, you can support us, you can be part of that group, and you can kind of... Uh, some of that stuff but there's obviously more incentives if anybody's ever interested in doing that we don't want to pressure anyone to do that stuff but we really appreciate those that do help us yeah thank you when it comes to that we do have um, some patreons some patrons I guess would be the word yeah. for that um, so you can go check that out you, and as, as always we're always looking for five star reviews um, thank you for those. We're only looking for five-star reviews, yeah. by the way. <laughs> We're not looking for just a review, a five-star review. If you have a one-star review, just email that to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't put it on iTunes. <laughs> but it definitely helps new listeners find us the more reviews we have. So if you have not given us a, a, a review yet, a five-star review specifically, make sure you do that as well. But we we kind of talked about some, some fun stuff, some serious stuff. I don't necessarily want to be serious the whole time. Yeah, yeah, me either. Um, but... But this was kind of a serious topic. Yeah, but uh, well, I got a question for you. Eric. Okay, do you ever do you ever
0: feel I don't know like like a plastic bag? What, what What do you mean? Yeah, like just drifting through the wind, wanting to start again.
1: Um, you know what? Do Do you ever feel just feel so paper thin? Almost, You almost feel like a house of cards and just one blow. You're one blow from caving in. Ah, Profound. Well, (laughs) do you ever feel
0: already buried deep? Sometimes I do, yeah. You know, like you're six feet under
1: scream, but no one seems to hear a thing. Sometimes, but Shane, did you know? Do you know there's still a chance for you? Hmm. Because there's a spark in you. All you have to do, do you want to know what you got to do? Yeah, tell me. You just have to ignite the light. Yeah, just let it shine.
0: <laughs> just, you got to own the night. Like the 4th of July. Cause baby, you're a firework. Come on, show them what you're worth. Make, Make them go, ah, oh, ah, oh, It was oh, straight. As <laughs> you shoot across the sky.
1: listening to not your mama's christian podcast make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review to support the podcast you can go to our patreon page patreon.com slash nym christian podcast music provided by the revived check them out at therevivedmusic.com stay connected with us by liking us on facebook and following us on twitter and instagram